we're just testing this now and um this is going to be a podcast so whenever we have a bible study in the spirit i could just come here put it down rewatch it if anybody needs it we can share it try to make it simplified as possible this is not to make myself a teacher or heat myself to be a teacher and just letting the holy spirit flow through me and uh if it edifies me if it edifies others in jesus name so be it amen answering all things so you see that you know if you have plans to do certain things like going on trips and whatever you need money answer of all things you need money to get certain things that are um, identified they are identified with you know the things of this world you know, those things you need that you need currency to be able to, you know, get certain things and get certain places. But however, the gift that God has given you make it room for you. The value a man has can make room for him without money. He himself, right, has value. And if he wants to purchase something through what is within him, he must sow his time into the things that pertain to his destiny. That's what is called an investment. You sow something into your destiny. You sow into things in the spirit, you sow, you help others, whatever it may be, it's going to come back to you. Oh, yes. You sow a thousand dollars to a ministry. Oh, God saw that. He knows your heart, too. He knows your hunger, your desperation. So, it's an investment. What you invest in. Don't Love doesn't expect anything back. I don't expect anything back. All I ask is that, Lord, make me like Christ. And when I help others... Let it be a, a a revelation for me. Let me learn from helping others and others helping me in the name of Jesus. Let me learn from others in the name of Jesus. So the gift can make room for you to access certain things in life even to access God, even to stand before God in certain ways. And God can even, He can make you do something. You don't know, you might help an old woman who fell on her face and she says, you the one that cared when everybody walked by and God puts her own heart to give you something that is big. You don't know. Your gift makes room for you. Who you are, the value makes room for you. So, you yes, you need finances in a sense to invest in certain things. But when you invest, when you buy certain food, when you buy certain 
you know, things. Just, just, just pay attention to what it's going to bring back to you. Some things are just going to bring back pleasure, and it's okay to enjoy food. But, you know, think, be wise. Be wise. Because sometimes we can skip a meal to go and pray together. It's just a, it's, it's a sacrifice. It's something that we wouldn't want to do. And that's a test of our love, to do something that we really don't want to do. So sometimes when somebody's saying that they're hungry, say, can you, you want to pray for an hour? See what they say. I guarantee you, a lot of them would suck their teeth. That's not them, that's the flesh. Their own enemy doesn't want to give up something to pray and fast together. So, if you invest and you pay the price to pray, to fast, to read, whatever you give your time to, you are you are paying. You are giving your time to God. So, in a, in a sense, you are you are buying something. You're doing something, and something is returning to you. It's all there. If I read the Bible. <laughs> And, and I, I pray and make time. I'm going to solve that. And in the spirit, it's going to come back as something. <laughs> it's going to come back as a sort of impartation. By the grace of God. So, yes. Some things need, you need certain currency. You need certain value. You need a certain amount. If you have a certain amount of money, then you hold that amount of money to do something with. Right? In the spirit, we have value. But if God, for example, let's say the anointing was, let's compare the anointing with money. If the anointing, we had $3,000 and one has $10,000, Right, one person can buy that car that was ten. That was to say five thousand dollars, but you can't buy that car. So what you do is you invest that money into something better or greater. You begin to, you know, work and and you pay the price by by working for something. You work for that thing. You work hard. You work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For example. Right, you pay the price and you get your check and you save money and you invest more money and you invest into other things. For example, stocks. You invest into certain stocks and different stocks and different sizes. And eventually, as you keep those stocks, as you maintain that fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ, as you maintain, you know what you did to get that anointing. If you have reached a measure in the spirit, right, you want to maintain it. You don't want to make the wrong choices and miss out, right? And lose stocks and lose your investments. You want to maintain the investment. You want to keep putting into it. You want it to reap back to you eventually. You want it to become yours to the point that in the spirit realm, there are a door that you open, a storehouse that you open, right? A storehouse that you open in the spirit that is continuously pouring blessing upon you because you pay the price. 
That's what happens to these great men. They they pray for hours and fast often and they access something in the spirit realm that you may need. So when you sow into their ministry, when you sow into them, when you help them, you are actually the you are actually uh uh getting a portion of of their anointing and their efforts. You are or you are downloading something from their outer. That's why you must be very careful. It's not always about eating the meat, spitting out the bones. Not all the time, because sometimes you do not want to go to certain altars. There are some people you want to stay away from. There are some people who are no good. But then there are those who are who have paid the price for the revelation that they have in their life. Who have paid the price for the mysteries. Who have paid the price for power. Who have paid the price for healing these men of God. And you sow into the ministry. You sow into the ministry. You sow into them, whether financially, whether praying for them, and, and so on forth. From the heart, fasting for people. Even so, even if you had nobody, if you know, you don't have to pursue men, right? But you pray for, for, for access points where you can help certain ministries and bless the greater that you would be uh, uh, lifted up being the lesser, so you honor greater men of God. So you never know. Sow into them who the Lord puts in your heart, financially, missionaries, you know, it could be friends. Put $50 in your hands and tell them, bless the Lord God of heaven and earth. I give this to you and I pray the grace of God will touch you. I don't expect anything back, but all I ask is that what God is doing in us that we grow together in Jesus' name. Wow. You see that? The lesser is blessed by the greater without contradiction. Amen. All right. So, think about that. Now, in the spirit realm, with Jesus personally, you simply pay the price in the spirit and get more from Jesus. But just know that there are great men of God that walk the earth. There are there are there are people who are alive now. There are people around you that when they help disciple you and you help them and you love them and you support them and you know just think about that. Think about your brothers and your sisters. Think about your your friends who are in the Lord, who are after the anointing. Yeah. Look around them. Look very closely. One might have the, a gift of wisdom. One might have a gift of prayer. A smart man will, will, will pray for them and bless them and help them and love them. You're tapping in. You're investing into people who are becoming great. Oh, you don't think it's going to come back? God will bless you for being good, good to them. But if you dishonor great men, you're not going to be great. Because you're dishonoring a man of God that God has risen up. So if you honor and support great men, or men who are becoming great, or men who you want to become great, by praying for them, or fasting for them, by helping them, you know, of course, obviously, we need to be balanced. We're not going to be you know, fasting and praying for one person for 21 days, for five hours every day for that one person. No, obviously, it's a, it's a thing where you think about that person. You invest into that person. You... You uh, uh, bring 
bring uh, support to that person. In the name of Jesus. So, that's one of the ways to tap into anointings. Respect them, love them, pray for them, fast with them. You know, sow into the ministry. You know, just have a random act of kindness to them. Whatever it may be. God will bless you regardless for, for loving your brethren. But also be led by the Spirit of God. Know when to recognize the anointing. It's not that you are trying to buy the Holy Spirit. No, that's not the case. But when you sow into the altar, the altar speaks back. It's true. It's, th- it's in Scripture. You sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. You, you reap sparingly. That's it. Simple as that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Again, we're back on on the channel, in Jesus' name. So the positions of power revealed in the fall. So we've seen in, in, in John 16, 27, we saw that Jesus is about to leave the world and his time has come and they are in sorrow. And he says that a woman, when she's in birth, you know, she's going to travail because her hour has come. She's in anguish, actually. She's in deep sorrow. But when the child comes forth, she's full of joy because the child has come into the world and Jesus Christ is leaving He's in anguish, he's in sorrow, they are in anguish, they are in sorrow. But they shall rejoice when they see him again, and also when they live in him. They shall be filled with his joy. But even deeper than that, um, Jesus will purchase the church through his travailing unto the Father. So that means to tell me that a man can also travail, but women are designed for childbearing. They're actually designed for it. Man, men can start, can plant, can can do, you know, can lead, but women can travail. They are masters at travailing. They're masters at <laughs> even persuasion. We spoke about how if a woman is not living for the glory of God, She's going to end up like Jezebel. She's going to become deadly. She will take down men. She will take down men. She would take down their head. But if she lives for the glory of God, she could be one of the most honorable vessels. Like Mary. Think about it. Mary, Esther. The list goes on. Anna the prophetess. Right? Anise, uh, Anise, um Timothy's grandmother. So... Holy women of God can be powerful vessels in 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 um, helping men to expand by nourishing them and nurturing them and taking care of their needs. They have a motherly spirit, a motherly spirit. They can they can tap into if they are if they are serious about expanding the kingdom of God. If they understand. There's a there's a a, 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 a a spirit of rebellion that women have to be very careful with because they have calls. You know, they were, I mean, obviously it was the demons that seduced. She was supposed to be sub, in subjection already to the husband, right? Adam had direct 
revelation from God. He had deep intimacy with God. And I believe that he was speaking to the man more. Um, he wants to speak to men, right? Not that he doesn't speak to women now. He does because they have the Holy Spirit, those who believe in Jesus. But he wanted, he has this relationship with man. Woman came forth from the rib. And I believe that God allowed him to understand what it meant to love one another and to see that there's another like him that she that he should he should teach care for and uh support the woman and and in return so as he sows into her she reaps into him meaning that his love for her will be will come back to him as as expansion he is seed he has seed but she brings she is a a a vessel that something can become formed in and it is the place of, of she she has the the dimensions of of expanding seed god can grow something in a woman now we all have the Holy Spirit, so in a sense, God can definitely grow things in us in ways that we can not imagine. Why? Because we're all brides in the spirit. Not we're not women, but in the spirit, anything's possible because God's will. This has nothing to do with actually having a child. But in the spirit realm, women have a gift of travailing. They have a gift in waiting for expected times. They must know the times. They must know how to respond at the right hour. They must know how to respond at the right time. If they respond at the right time, if they see the time, if they see the hour, they say it's time and they travail. And guess what happens? They might travail. They might cry for a moment. But in return... Life comes forth, and then they'll have joy. So, a woman that travails, a woman is after the anointing. Keep their, keep those around. And them who are young and don't know, <laughs> and those who are young and don't know those ways. If a man of God finds one, they should definitely take them and. Speak unto them these things. However, even deeper, bring them around holy women of God uh, more consistently. Right? 